We met in Opatovac, a temporary detention camp for migrants. In a grey military tent, we are talking with a man and a woman from Afghanistan. Out of sight from the police and the camp authorities, they are sharing their story, their voices with us. None of them wants their names mentioned. I'm from Afghanistan, okay? And uh, we are here because of uh, insecurity in Afghanistan and bad economy in Afghanistan. I travel alone. I'm 19 years old. How long have you been here? I, I've been here uh, from yesterday evening until now. And do you know how long you have to stay for? I don't know. When the people come, when they can't come, I can't go because I'm alone. It's, it's not possible for me to go out. Upatovac, the name usually refers to a small village in a military camp in Croatia, close to the Serbian border. In September 2015, the military site was made into a detention camp for migrants. Situated close to the Serbian border and part of the Balkan countries, so-called humanitarian corridor to Europe. What do we mean when we say migrants? We are referring to the voices of people who are moving whether they are officially categorized as asylum seekers, refugees, or economic migrants. Then Pakistan, then Iran, then Turkish, then Greece, then Serbian, and now we are here. All the way around the Patwa, there's a fence. Behind the fences, a mix of voices joins together in a call. Let us go. Let us go. Inside the fences of Upatovac, no journalists are permitted entrance. No one can take photos, film or record from the inside of the camp. When we came, the gate was guarded but open. The guards and police seemed confused. We hid our cameras, phones and sound recorder and took the chance. We walked in, tried to look like we belonged like we were employees from an NGO, like the Red Cross. Out of sight, in a grey military tent, we listened to the voices of our new friends. When I'm here, I take my breath that I cannot take breath. When I'm here, I feel like I'm in hell. They're beating, they're using, for example, uh, gas, okay? They are women, men, child. The police using gases. The police attack people, argue with people. It's not important. They are women, men, child. Not important. If when when I say I'm uh, women, say stay, stay. The atmosphere is chaotic. Groups of people are sitting outside, big grey military tents, waiting for their remaining family members, who are still detained on the other side of the fence.
The temporary detention camp of Petrovac opened in mid-September 2015. A few months later, it is still there. In a week, people might be relocated to another temporary camp. In the meantime, 11 member states of the European Union and the Balkan countries have agreed to set up so-called reception centers with space for 100,000 persons. These will be situated from Greece all the way to Germany. Five days in camp, no surface, no eat. One hundred thousand places in camps. Opatovac is just one camp among many, one temporary place of detention among many. How can we try to understand Opatovac? The French philosopher Etienne Balibar suggests that the globalization of various kinds of extreme violence has produced a division of the world and life in death zones. Could we think of the borders of the European Union, whether the border is situated and experienced in the sea between Turkey and Greece, a field between Serbia and Croatia, or in a detention camp near a small Croatian village? As a manifestation of these zones of death and life, as zones of intensified violence, constructing categories of people, those with and those without the right kind of papers. A long line of riot police enters the closed area of the camp. In a rhythmic movement, they cross the area. Next to the Tiergas equipped police, a man in a red cross vest is assisting the police with controlling the crowd. Crowd control. Equipped with a megaphone, the man in the red yells, Sit down, sit down, sit down, stand up, stand up, stand up, sit down, sit down, stand up. Stand up. If I, uh, I need help, I can ask for help. The police just laugh. I'm not satisfied with uh, this country, uh, Croatia and uh, Serbistan. But the Greece is better than the other country. Greece help people. If I need a blanket, can give me a blanket. If I, I need something, uh, she uh, help us. They are help us. In Greece, I stay at Serbia, and I sleep at the uh, tents. Awful tents. It's really cold. I stay at outside, just outside, because the people is crowded and not enough tents for all the people. Can I just walk now? In this group, you can't handle the big group. You just walk it. Listen. Just this. My command is that you will must wait that group, and you will go together. Why? Because they told me not to let this group go alone. In Opetovac, nothing stays the same. 
The conditions and situation is constantly changing. One moment everyone are being transported in buses. The next moment the police order everyone to walk the 17 kilometers from the Serbian border. Along the dark road small groups of people are walking from the border to the detention camp. All night long, new groups of people arrive. How can we understand what is taking place in Opatovac? In spaces of detention and registration? In the border spaces? As zones of extreme violence? As a state of exception? An emergency? A crisis? It is not something new, suddenly occurring out of nowhere. In 2014, more than 3,000 migrants died in the Mediterranean. By November 2015, more than 3,328 persons, making it the deadliest year so far. In the last 22 years, at least 22,394 have died attempting to overcome the borders enforced against them. The creation of a permanent state of emergency, or a state of exception, has become one of the essential practices of contemporary states, so writes the Italian philosopher Giorgio Agamben, who understands the current political situation as a permanent state of exception. In this permanent constructed state of exception, some people are targeted more. I ask for a blanket, they, they don't give me a blanket. It's for child. And then what happened afterwards? You just stay at outside until your name, uh, I called your name. What happened when they called your name? I'm really happy when they called my name. What are your hopes when you come further out of camp? And out of camp. Where do you want to go in Europe? When I, I'm a person at uh, Europe, I'm really happy. In the future I want to go to Germany, okay? And I want to continuation my knowledge. I want to study because I'm I love knowledge. When I was I was in Afghanistan, I was 12th grade, okay. And um, maybe if I was there, maybe after two months or three months, I had a confirmed examination. But now, because of that situation in Afghanistan, I travel too many too many times and too too many ways, okay. Too many countries I pass. But uh, I hope to go German, and I hope to go German, and I will. I continue my knowledge. Uh, I, I want to be a doctor, a doctor. Okay, <laughs> I want to be a doctor, and I want to, uh, I want to, I want to make my uh, my future for my family the door uh, there in in, Af in Afghanistan. The conversation with our two new friends comes to an end. We walked around the enclosed area for a while. A man in military clothing and a mask covering his face is standing in the middle of the enclosed area equipped with something that looks like an instrument for tear gas or pepper spray. He is commanding people to stand in line in front of him, in a long line in front of him. The line is the last step before people are taken out of the camp to the buses, which will take them to the Hungarian border and further on. Upatovac, one detention camp among many. How are we to understand these spaces of detention, of registration, this podcast is one in a series of collective explorations into the detention, registration and mechanisms of control constructing the European border spaces. If you want to be part of this collective research, 
then please contact us at the Bridge Radio. The Bridge Radio. Radio Jasr. Radio Gaskuherka. The Bridge Radio.